everyone. Welcome to OT Ladies Podcast. This is Dino. And this is Sarah again. And we have a guest speaker today, Courtney Smith, because our topic is why dual OTPT. And she is a dual OTPT for the last six years. That is a very interesting topic. Hi, Courtney. How are you? Hello, I'm doing really well. I'm uh, very happy to talk with you ladies today. So thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Yeah. So Courtney, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so I'm an occupational therapist as well as a physical therapist. Um, I graduated from the dual program in at the University of St. Augustine with my master's of OT in 2013 and then uh, went back to finish the coursework for the, PT, the doctor of PT in 2015. Um, I've worked in a lot of settings <laughs> since then, um, skilled nursing, acute care, um, and home health. And for the last three years, my husband and I together, he's a PT, have been embarking on the travel world. So we're currently on a home health contract in Bakersfield, California. Oh, nice. Very exciting. So very nice. Yeah. So Courtney, should we just say you're OT and PT or PT and OT? Whichever. <laughs> <It's> so comfortable. <laughs> I, con- I make a conscious effort to switch the two to give them both their own respect. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's very interesting. Um, I was doing some reading about dual majors that occupational therapists can study, and I found out different articles talking about um, MSOT, which is Masters of Occupational Therapy with Public Health Science, or OT with MBA. And also there was um, the major OT with PT, which was very interesting and and was only one university is offering it, which is St. Augustine. I did not come up with any other articles talking about other universities that offer this. Uh, What, uh, Sarah and Courtney, do you guys know more about it? Is it just one university offering or um, there are other places? What do you know, Courtney? Is there another school that's like St. Augustine with this dual degree or just St. Augustine? Just St. Augustine, actually. I'm kind of like a unicorn. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And I have heard recently, because the school has switched owners a couple of times, I've heard they've either actually gotten... um, done away with the program or they're they're getting away from it so Hmm. um yeah even more of a unicorn now but of course you know anyone would have yeah anyone would have the opportunity though to you know go to one program and then re-enroll for another Mm -hmm. that's interesting so uh denna looked up some statistics of different degrees and for occupational therapists so from 2016 to 2026 uh, the Mm -hmm. Bureau of Labor Statistics estimates job opportunities for occupational therapists at 27 percent which is much faster than the average so the average salary for a master's prepared OT according to this uh, statistic is 83k approximately uh, for those with a doctorate degree it's 90k annually now this is across the country so state by state of course is going to vary so mm-hmm. um, employment for OTDs specifically can be found in hospitals outpatient care facilities rehabilitation centers so a lot of different areas similar to the master's programs um, OTDs also have the opportunity to be a lot of times in the schools as professors 
uh, for certain programs you have to have an OTD to teach so that's that's neat did you find anything about the uh, physical therapy scale Denna and how it compares to OT Mm, not really actually again there is not much information about that and then again I was interested to know about the OTPT type of a major but mm -hmm. they were just talking about that AOTA issued a position paper recommending that by the um, year 2025 2025 OT profession will be translated to OTD they didn't mention anything about like P DPT or um, it was just talking about OTD mm -hmm. and so they they were talking about that OTs may consider to advance their education by by then so that was kind of interesting to kind of know about the changes in OT profession that um, by that year it will be like doctorate of occupational therapy again there is not much information about OTPT Okay. For OT, yeah. it's been a huge debate. Um, when I was in school in 2000, graduating in 2017, when I was like, you know, the f two years I was in my program, it was like a big debate if it was going to happen sooner than 2025. And the same oh. with OTA, you know, the idea that that would be a master's program. So th there's been a lot of kind of uh, on either side, a uh, push and then pull against, you know, having that go to OTD as the starting point. So that's interesting because I know PT has been there for some time now. Mm -hmm. And the same yeah. with speech. I've heard they're having a similar to OT, like a push to go and then a pull, like people saying we don't, we shouldn't do that. So that's also another topic, I'm sure, but a little interesting. Yeah, even um, I've heard that they want to push OTA. Mm -hmm. um, to mass uh, to bachelor from the associate degree, just like PTA. So just like a PTA, mm -hmm. exactly. But mm -hmm. again, um, I haven't read much about that. So Courtney, we're so excited. We want to know more about yeah. you, Sarah, and I. We have like so many questions for you. <laughs> if you feel we're just attacking you, bombarding all these questions, please let us know. <laughs> I'm gonna back off. Okay. So. <laughs> So, my first question, Courtney, what is your big motivation to start a dual major? So, um, I like a lot of people who go into the therapy room. I had an injury um, in mm -hmm. high school. I actually separated my shoulder at cheerleading practice. Oh. And oh, although I didn't know much about the rehab rooms, I knew that here where the sling and take ibuprofen wasn't the answer. <laughs> so I started, <laughs> I, I said, you know what, I'm going to learn how to heal myself. And so uh, with the encouragement of my godmother, I started to look into both of the therapy worlds and mm -hmm. I shadowed both therapists and really I could not decide um, <laughs> for me. And then there was some sort of divine intervention where um, I was working as a tech at my hometown, Meridian, Mississippi, and this therapist was, um, he was a new grad from the University of St. Augustine, and he told me about the dual program. And so from then on, I was just, you know, bound and determined to get into that program because what I found through a lot of my shadowing, as you girls know, in a lot of facilities, uh, the rehab directors will expect the two therapies to kind of split that patient into half where mm -hmm. the OT works upper and PT works lower and I just I didn't really like that and so I wanted the opportunity to really see and treat the whole person uh, from both perspectives without limitations 
and um, and I knew that it would also give me more flexibility and uh, marketability with jobs as well. So mm-hmm. that's really what drew me to the program. That's cool. That's nice. So when you see the patient, do you introduce yourself as just a therapist or you say, hey, I'm OT and PT or I'm physical therapist? How do you introduce yourself? It really just depends. I've had both jobs where I'm seeing um, patients as both occupational and physical therapists. And then I have other jobs where I'm just seeing them as one discipline. And so I just go with what's relevant to the, the patient. If they're a dual, I, un- <laughs> I have mm-hmm. to you know explain to them, I am your, your physical as well as your occupational therapist and kind of go into the differences and how they are similar and how we'll work together. Um, but then if I'm just seeing them as one discipline. I just leave the other out to decrease confusion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then if you work and if you get a physician order, does it matter if you get a PT and OT because you can take both, right? Like it doesn't matter if it's coming from, it says physical therapy or occupational therapy, right? Right. They typically, they'll either note that the patient is referred for P- just PT, just OT, or if the client needs both, then I'll, I'll see them for both. Um, mm-hmm. it's, but it, no, I can't, you know, see a, a physical therapy referral as an occupational therapist, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I see. Yeah. Do you work for an outpatient right now or you do home health, you travel? How I'm currently and- in home health. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're currently in home health. Okay. And then how does a regular like, therapy session look like? Is it just, is it like physical therapy for you when you see patient or you do everything for them? I'll talk since we're, we're speaking of dual, I'll talk with my experience um, having a dual client and it really mm-hmm. it does look very, very muddy <laughs> um, because there is so much overlap. What I explain to my clients is that um, you know, physical and occupational therapy are, are collective forces and we work together. And so what that looks like for each individual is based on their goals, right? Mm-hmm. So if I have a client who um, is whose goal is to move from, say, assisted sponge baths at the sink to independent showering in the tub, then... I'll explain to them that, you know, for the physical therapy portion, we may work on mobility, your strength, your balance, and the transfer, while the, the OT um, portion mm-hmm. of the treatment will focus on the energy conservation, adaptive equipment, and things like that. And so um, I've taken two different approaches to treatment, one in which maybe I'll break it up and say, okay, let's begin with more of a PT-based treatment where we warm up, we work on that range of motion, uh, breathing Mm -hmm. exercises, strength and balance, and then we move into applying that to the function for the ADL or uh, for the OT portion of the session. And then the other way that I've approached it is, you know, sometimes I have a client for (laughs) two hours for a dual treat Mm -hmm. session, but they can't tolerate that. So then I kind of, you know, muddy the waters a little bit and say, you know, if if we're working on that um, 
say making a meal then you know we take the appropriate rest breaks and and then it kind of just comes down to documentation where i'm cueing a lot of different aspects um, that if i were just seeing the client mm -hmm. as a, a physical therapist might not necessarily do as it pertains to adls and then the other way as, as well for occupational therapy and mm -hmm. so um yeah i just it's goal specific and and we get to it <laughs> Were you interested in home health from the beginning or what really make you like to do home health because you want to travel? I actually have um, different settings that I prefer for each profession. I, I really like occupational and physical therapy and the um, outpatient and orthopedics, whereas mm -hmm. I I per much prefer occupational therapy and acute mm -hmm. um, and physical therapy and home health. And so in the travel world, I've kind of just taken advantage of what uh, what, what jobs are available. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And there tend to be a lot in home health and a lot um, now there are just yeah. zero yeah. anywhere. <laughs> but <laughs> um, yeah, but, but I really do enjoy the home health um, part um, of it. Yeah, because mm -hmm. it's just, it's so functional, you know, the clients are in their own environment and their, their own element, they're motivated and, and you really get to, to build a relationship with the client. So I do really yeah. enjoy home health. Mm -hmm. That's, That's a really nice. neat perspective yes. because you have like your preferred setting as an OT and a PT. And it's exactly. just kind of like, you know, I would never know what a PT prefer. A lot of PTs say they prefer, you know, orthopedic outpatient or an OT mm -hmm. might prefer. You know, it's just kind of interesting, that perspective. Yeah, because yeah. you've done mm -hmm. both and you've done all these different settings being a travel therapist. So that's really neat. Nice. And then I do have one last question for you. I know Sarah has so many else. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, do you also run a business? Um, it's more of an, an ancillary business. I, um, I've kind of begun to pivot a little bit away from the full-time patient care aspects um, and mo moving more into an administrative and supportive role. Um, okay. Because we know that there's a trend in our professions toward cash-based clinics, mm -hmm. telehealth, um, yeah. and things like that. And, you know, I decided to use my skills and become a virtual assistant as well. And so... Uh, what I do with that is to provide admin and marketing services um, to these smaller clinics mm -hmm. because I, I did at one time toy with the idea of starting my own telehealth clinic and I found yeah. at that time that a lot of clinicians doing the same either didn't know where to start or needed an extra set of hands and eyes to help them. So I decided mm -hmm. to be that person. That's <laughs> and, exciting. And that is, yeah, in addition to patient care, I don't think I'll ever, ever, you know, fully give that up. It's just, yeah, it's, yeah. It's so rewarding. <laughs> you always kind of want nice. to foot in that door too, but do you have like a business name or? I do. It's actually, thank you for asking. Yes. It's the office. <laughs> oh, the office. the office on call. No, well, the office on call, and um, call. it's I can be found at theofficeoncall.com and at theofficeoncall on Facebook and Instagram. Nice. Yeah. Thank you for Very sharing cool. that with us. So my questions are, I think, more logistics, like little things. Um, like for example, like how do you sign your notes? Like regardless of the referral you receive and what service you're administering, do you do like OT slash PT? Do you do OTR slash just interested in that yeah so um it kind of depends on the referral really you know if it's a client that i'm seeing just for physical therapy then they don't care that i'm an ot honestly <laughs> so <laughs> i don't worry about yeah. putting that in there and and same uh, the other way but um 
Yeah, so, but I, I definitely had those where I, I signed both and it takes a lot of time. <laughs> and then with that being said, do you also renew your license with PT and OT? Or is there like a separate I pathway? Do. Okay. I, I do, yeah. Okay. And then how do your notes differ from an OT or a PT? Like, so for example, like I'm in the acute care, like hospital setting. So oftentimes we have ADLs. We do also have functional mobility. So we're not PTs, but we talk about, you know, transfers and walking room, bathroom distances, getting into the shower, toilet, whatever, in terms of that transfer. But we can't use the word ambulation or really kind of explore that. So do you have templates for your notes? How do your kind of notes differ or does it, depend on what service you're administering? It really depends on the service that I'm administering because, you know, as I alluded to earlier, a lot of the times I'm, I may be doing one activity, but documenting them as both professions. And so mm-hmm. I've, you know, after seven years now, six, seven years, I've, I've figured out, you know, I have more so templates in my mind that I know of, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's all about wording because, you know, for example, I might have a client where I'm doing oral hygiene at the sink and mm-hmm. for OT, I would, you know, document sequencing or motor planning or whatever that is. Whereas for the mm-hmm. physical therapy portion, I would, di- I would document the dynamic balance during functional tasks and mm-hmm. instead of using the ADL. And so it's, it's semantics, but whatever works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And then the next question is, how do you bill? So it seems like you've kind of said whatever service you're administering under the referral, that's how you bill and that's how you write your note. Is that correct? That's correct. And there are virtually no laws uh, pertaining to, <laughs> you know, how to bill and how to work. And so I've kind of taken advice of other duels that I know who have, have gone before me and um what we try and stick to is not to bill both services within the same hour. We figured that mm. that has kept us safe. And <laughs> yeah, so um, we t- I typically would schedule for double treatment time and then make sure that my documentation is very clear that they um, were very separate. Interesting. So I guess that's my last question too. How have others before you with the same degree practiced? Maybe you had talks or in yeah. services in school. Maybe you've kept in touch with them. Maybe some of your professors had this degree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. You know what? Most of them that I know have all have actually become professors themselves, which is mm. funny because I that's on my radar. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if it says something about us being chronic students or <laughs> what that is. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. But uh, yeah, and then I do know one who has who owns his own clinic um, and he does practice as both as well. So I love it that, you know, the oyster, the world is our oyster when it comes to uh, what, where the degrees could take us. Yeah. That's too that's bad though. It seems like they're, you said doing away with it. Um, possibly. I know. Yeah. yeah. I've only heard that. I haven't done my research, so I'll have to find out what that's yeah, all about. That's interesting. That's really interesting. I'll report so, back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it's, it's a very personal decision for mm-hmm. um, people to go either uh, way, being an OT or PT, or even doing a dual OT, MBA, or MSOT, Masters of Public Health. And um, I believe that we cannot really advocate for anybody to just get dual OTPT or OTD PhD. So it depends on so many factors. 
such as financial readiness, you know, passions and their experience and how determined they are. So what, what do you think, Sarah? I think that Courtney pretty much touched on all of them, you know, the versatility of being able to go back and forth between which one, the ability Mm -hmm. to really see things holistically, you know, a a little bit more like sure OTs look at functional mobility and balance and transfers, but they have like the ambulation part, a little bit more training in that aspect of mobility. So, you know, the kind of full picture in terms of everything, that's, you know, definitely very interesting. And you get a lot of experience that way. You know, you can go back and forth between that. And then you've spent more time in school, Courtney, right? Because you you explained you had your master's in OT and then went back for this program. Right. So then you get more schooling in both of those areas to further your education and your experience, which is really interesting. It's neat. Yeah, so what about the disadvantages? I know it's just so hard to kind of think about any disadvantage that this may have or bring, but I was thinking um, maybe in the clinical realm, it just doesn't make sense for a clinician that someone does the PT and OT together, or sometimes hiring um, criteria might be um, kind of like, kind of change due to someone being OTPT. However, this can be an advantage too, mm-hmm. not just a disadvantage. Again, depends on, depends on, I guess, maybe regions or states to state is different. Mm-hmm. Um, for some people that can cause more debts, people are um, having like financial issues that might not be very convenient. Again, people's different, you know, their life, if they're um, having a busy schedule, they have to have like a full-time job going to a full-time um, school doing dual OTPT might not be very feasible because I'm not sure, Courtney, do you have, does the St. Augustine offer an online dual OTPT or is just more on campus? No, it was solely on campus. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's on campus, so it's not an online. So um, that could be some, maybe some factors that people might consider if someone, um, has a full-time job and is taking care of a family that might not be very convenient to get mm-hmm. back to school sometimes might be a little bit confusing people to kind of like explain it Sarah do you yeah I think, think that's true any? and then I was kind of thinking you know there's some more advantages I wanted to touch on as well um, you're able to bill as an OT or a PT so I think like you know when I'm thinking of the hospital sometimes OT is busier sometimes PT is busier you can literally float between the two Courtney and you know fill the need for the patient depending on your setting uh, where you are which I think you know mm-hmm. for the patient's benefit is huge and then you know Absolutely. you really do see that you know the continuum yeah. of care you have experience and I, I was just I was thinking about it when we were going through all these things your mind just must be thinking about like so much during a session you know like we're thinking of ADLs and mobility and safety but and balance but you're you're seeing like literally the whole PT picture and the whole P, OT picture at the same time so you know mm-hmm. there's a lot going on there which you know is advantage definitely so yeah, yeah. so Courtney do you have anything Sure, I, I 100% have encountered every single advantage and disadvantage (laughs) (laughs) that you ladies have listed. Um, I think one thing to note is just that, um, you know, with the marketability, I I have been taken advantage of um, just because, and it's with that whole float thing and, you know, based on the availability of, of clients. And so I've worked at 
a home health company where uh, we had several physical therapists, but I was the only OT. And so there were several times, and just because the referrals mm-hmm. weren't mm-hmm. great, um, but there were several times where I already had a full caseload, and then, you know, I would be thrown an OT client and they might be, you know, 30, 40 miles apart, but because I was the only OT on case, which, you know, that could happen with anyone who's the only, you know, discipline, one discipline on. Um, And so I think, you know, just I've learned to set boundaries and that doesn't happen anymore. And so um, I'm seeing a lot, lot more of Mm -hmm. those advantages than the disadvantages. Oh, that's good. And I think sometimes it's not, you know, that you are OTPT dual major. It's that, you know, some companies will take advantage of any, you know, not even just therapists in general, you know, out there in the world, having them do run realistic things or, Mm -hmm. you know, know, exploit them, make them do like four things in terms of, especially with home health. Oh, well, we have a client that's a hundred miles away and you're the only one that can take them. (laughs) It's like lay on the guilt. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) It's like, no, I can't do that. (laughs) That's not good for me. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Sarah, do you have any questions for Courtney? No, that was kind of all. I, I think just Jenna and me were really interested in this major because we were thinking, like, actually, to be honest, when I was looking at schools, Courtney, I did see St. Augustine's program, and I was like, oh, that's interesting, you know, getting an OTPC <laughs> degree. What does that even mean? And I kind of looked around. I was like, that's the only one I had seen. Uh, but I was just interested in it to have a little bit more understanding. And then I'm in the Northern California region, so I haven't had a chance to, in the workplace, run into a dual OTPT before. So it was nice oh, to talk to you and learn a little bit about that program <laughs> and what you do. That's amazing. Courtney, do you have any recommendations for and anyone trying to either choose dual OTPT or just going for OT? Um, Sure. And I think this is, you know, applicable to any career. It's just get out there and shadow. And Mm -hmm. because our professions are so diverse, I think it's really important to shadow in multiple different settings and Mm -hmm. really get an idea of of, um, the similarities, the differences and what you're getting into. And then, you know, follow your heart. Absolutely. (laughs) Whatever (laughs) speaks to you the most (laughs) is, is where you should lead. Mm-hmm. And that's very that's true. And I think too yeah. that you know the therapies. You, a lot of people know. Oh, I want to go into one of the therapies. But in speech too, we didn't, of course, talk about speeches. It wasn't the topic. But you know, all those yeah. three therapies. You know, we're sister therapies. We're we're close and we're different in so many ways. So it is exactly. important. I think that's the best advice you could give is shadow. I mean, we all did it, and that's what what brought us on the path that we're each on and our listeners as well, if they're therapists listening. So that's that's very powerful because you might see one setting be like, oh, I like that, and the other one you don't like that. So that's why you should see the whole continuum of care so you can have an idea what you like, what you don't like, and really find something that's right for you. And people find they change. You know, I always knew exactly. I wanted what I wanted. Yep. I know Denna <laughs> had changed over the years. Everyone's different. So. Oh, we all change every day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so true. Yeah. Courtney, thank you thank so you. much for giving your time to us. Um, again, I want to mention about your business name. It's called The Office on Call. So excited that I could talk to you. And Sarah and I, again, um, as she mentioned, we were waiting on to meet someone who studied dual OT and PT major. So <laughs> mm-hmm. good job, girl. And thank you. <laughs> so much for giving thank your you. time to us tonight. Thank you. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me.
Thank yeah, you. Yeah, no worries. I want to end with the quote of the day from Benjamin Franklin. An investment in knowledge paid the best interest, which... Perfect. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, great talk. Thank you, Donna. I'm excited to share it. <laughs> yes, we will. Thank you, ladies. Um, hope everyone's safe out there. We'll be back soon on more episodes in the future. For OT ladies. <laughs> Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. bye.